This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 59. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. If you've been listening to Tennis Quick Tips for any length of time, you know I always ask you to send in your questions. And I recently got some really good ones from Astrid in Chicago. Good enough that I wanted to answer them in a podcast. So in this episode, let's talk about talking on the tennis court. Here's the email I recently received from Tennis Quick Tips listener Astrid. She says, Hi Kim, I'm a relatively new 3.0 to 3.5 recreational doubles team player. I have questions on the usage of certain words, language during a match. This is related to your episode on hindrances. Here's an example. My partner yelled out to let me know not to run down a lob on our side because she saw that it was going out of bounds. One of our opponents criticized her for calling the ball out before it hit the ground. The ball was definitely going out, not a close call. I was told to say, bounce it in that situation. Another situation is when I know I can't get a ball, lob, or a passing shot and I say you or yours to let my partner know that she should hit the ball if she can. I was told I should say help instead. What if a ball from another court rolls onto my court during play? Do I say let? How do I indicate we should stop play? Put my hand up or point to the ball? This can be a safety issue, so I wanna let my opponents know right away. What if I say mine and my partner is there? and she thinks she can get it. Should she just go for it, or should she say something to let me know she thinks she has a better shot at it, e.g. if it's her forehand, or if she's in a better position? Obviously, as I advance my skills and am not out of position, this won't be as much of an issue. My questions are as much concerned with the rules as being a polite partner slash opponent. Any guidance you can offer on appropriate language slash terminology during matches is appreciated. And that's from Astrid in Chicago. Well, Astrid, these are great questions and issues you raise because these are the kind of things that happen to all of us at all levels on the tennis court. All of your questions involve talking on the tennis court. So before we go any further, Let's look at what the rules of tennis tell us about the appropriateness of talking on court. If you go to the code, paragraph 34, you'll find this very specific language. Quote, talking when a ball is in play. Singles players should not talk during points. Talking between doubles partners when the ball is moving toward them is allowed. Double players should not talk when the ball is moving toward their opponent's court. When talking interferes with an opponent's ability to play a ball, it is a hindrance. 
For example, if a devil's player hits a weak lob and yells, get back, and the yell distracts an opponent who is about to hit the ball, then the opponent may claim the point based on a deliberate hindrance. If the opponent chooses to play the lob and misses it, the opponent loses the point because the opponent did not make a timely claim of hindrance. End quote. So I'm quoting that portion of the code because I want to make sure that we're all aware that talking on the tennis court is not something to be taken lightly. And in fact, Astrid, you yourself raised this when you talked about these are sort of related to your uh, podcast episode on hindrances. And I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode in case anyone wants to go back to that. But back to talking on court, in singles, we know we're not supposed to talk at all. I mean, you don't have anyone to talk to, so you shouldn't be talking. In doubles, we're only supposed to talk when the ball is coming towards us. If we talk when the ball is moving towards our opponents, we can actually lose the point because we may have hindered our opponent. So you have to be very careful when talking on court during a point. Now, turning to Astrid's questions, the fact is that, as I said before, these kinds of questions come up all the time, but they aren't necessarily the kinds of questions that you'll find answers to in the rules of tennis or in the code. In fact, these are mostly questions that are answered by knowing what is acceptable tennis etiquette. So I'm going to tell you what my answers are, but then I'll throw in a few thoughts on other possibilities and what other players might think. Let's start with Astrid's first question. Her partner yelled out when a lob was headed to their side of the court because she thought it was going to land out. And Astrid thought her partner was telling her not to bother running that lob down. Astrid says she was told to say bounce it in that situation. And further that her opponent was critical of her partner for calling the ball out before it had landed out. So. Obviously, Astrid thought the out call meant one thing. It meant, you know, watch the ball, it's probably going out. The opponent thought it was an early out call. Astrid, I think in this situation, your partner definitely needs to avoid using the word out. Out means something very specific in tennis. It means the ball is actually out. If my partner yells out on a lob, at best... I'm going to be confused because that sounds like she's in fact calling the ball out. I'm not going to interpret that as her telling me I think the ball might be out. And I'm not even going to try to run that lob down. If she wants to warn me to pay attention because the ball might be out, she needs to say something different. And that something different could be bounce it, as you suggested, Astrid, or it could be watch it which is what I usually say. Those are the two phrases that I hear most of the time around here where I play. There might be other phrases that work in this situation, but out is definitely not one of them. If I hear someone say bounce it or watch it, then I know exactly what they're communicating to me. They're telling me they think the ball might be out and I should probably at least pay attention to where it lands and be prepared to hit it if my partner turns out to be wrong. So yes, your partner should not say out in that situation. Bounce it or watch it would be better. 
As for the opponent being critical of your partner calling a ball out before it lands, yes, in fact, that is a little rude at most. It's a little rude. Even if a ball is clearly going out, I always wait for the ball to hit the court before calling it out because you just never know what might happen. The wind might blow a ball back in. The ball might have some weird spin on it that causes it to drop in. So an out call might not turn to be out at all. The other problem with making a call like this before the ball actually lands is that you run into the danger of automatically losing the point. If you look back to the code in paragraph 12, it states, quote, out calls reversed. A player who calls a ball out shall reverse the call if the player becomes uncertain or realizes that the ball was good. The point goes to the opponent and is not replayed. So if your partner says out on a good ball and then the ball is in, your opponent might just claim the point under this code provision regardless of what happens next if somebody's able to get, actually able to get to the ball and hit it. My conclusion, do not call a ball out until it actually hits the court and is truly out. And do not use the word out as a way to warn your partner that a lob might be going out. Okay, Astrid's next question was about letting her partner know that she didn't have a play on the ball and she wanted her partner to go for it. She said she was told to say you or yours to let her partner know that she should try for the ball. But she says she has since been told she should say help in this situation. Well, Astrid, in that situation, I think you say whatever you can say to let your partner know that you're not going to be able to get that ball. If the first thing that pops out of your mouth is help, that's great. But I myself not only say you and yours, I also have been known to say you, 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 or get it, or you've got it. I can't even think of all the different things I've said in this situation. The bottom line is that you want to say something that clearly communicates to your partner that you cannot get the ball, and it's up to her to try to get it. While I think saying help is perfectly fine, I myself like saying you or yours because I think that really communicates to my partner that I am not getting that ball. So go with whatever you feel comfortable with, with what your partner feels comfortable with, and perhaps with what is most common with the people you most frequently play with. There is no correct thing to say in this situation. Just use your judgment as to who you're playing with and what is happening in your location. Astrid next asks about the situation where a ball from another court rolls onto her court during play. Should she say let? How does she indicate that play should stop? put her hand up, point to the ball. This is, in fact, an important safety issue. And yes, Astrid, you want to make sure that your opponents know about it right away. The rules do contemplate this situation. Rule 23 is the rule on lets, and it says that when a let is called, the whole point is replayed. It specifically talks about a ball rolling on court and says, quote, case one, when the ball is in play, 
Another ball rolls onto the court. A let is called. The server has previously served a fault. Is the server now entitled to a first service or a second service? Decision, first service. The whole point must be replayed. So you can see from this case example on the rule that a ball rolling on the court is a let and the point must be replayed from the beginning when this happens. But the rules don't tell us exactly how to make the call in that situation. I think it would be great to yell out the word let and raise your hand and stop play. I frankly don't usually think to say the word let that quickly. I don't know why, that is just not a word that comes to me in that situation. So I just yell out stop or wait or ball or whatever I can get out at that moment. All of these words get the idea across that I'm calling a let and want to stop play. Since a ball rolling on court can be a serious safety issue, you wanna say whatever you need to say as quickly as possible. And sometimes let just isn't the first word that comes to mind. So Ashford, I would say, say whatever you can, do whatever motions you can with your hands, but do stop play so that safety does not become a problem. Astrid's final question is really a good one. She asks about the situation where she says, mine, but her partner is there too and thinks she can get the ball. Should her partner just go for it? Or should the partner say something to Astrid to let her know that she thinks she, the partner, has a better shot at it, e.g. if it's her forehand or if she's in a better position? Astrid adds the comment, obviously as I advance my skills and am not out of position, this won't be as much of an issue. Well, Astrid, I hate to tell you this, but no matter how good you get at tennis, this will always be an issue because it's not just a positioning issue. It's more of a communication and partner etiquette issue. So first, let's look at the rules just to make sure we know what we're talking about, what the real issue is. Rule 24 tells us that a player loses the point, paragraph L, quote, in doubles when both players touch the ball when returning it. So there's definitely a danger that both of you will touch the ball if you're both going for it. But the reality is that's rarely what happens. What usually happens is that you both go for it and your rackets crash together, but only one of them actually hits the ball or maybe neither of them do. And the rules address this situation by explaining that in USTA comment 24.6, quote, does the clashing of rackets make the return illegal? No, unless it is clear that more than one racket touched the ball. So don't worry about your rackets hitting together. You're not going to automatically lose the point on that. No, I don't think the danger of two partners hitting the ball at the same time justifies holding back. So let's just get back to how to handle the situation etiquette-wise. My philosophy is that anyone who has a play on the ball should go for it. And when two partners have a play on the ball, it is not necessarily wrong for both of them to go for it. Even if my partner says mine or got it, 
Sometimes I'm still going to go for the ball if I think I have a better play on it than my partner. This might result in some clashing rackets. It might result in me taking some shots that my partner might actually have been able to hit better than me. But I think it is always better to go for something than to stand by and watch my partner not get the ball, or even worse, have both of us standing there not making a move because we think the other guy's going to get the ball. I believe when you're playing doubles, you have to look at every ball as potentially being your ball. And if you stand around thinking your partner is going to get something that you might be able to get, well, a lot of balls are going to pass both of you by. You can try to analyze these situations as they arise during a match by thinking, well, that's to her forehand, so I'll let her have that one. But as I'm sure you know by now, doubles points happen very quickly, and a lot of your shots are just quick reaction shots. You may not have time to think out who can take it with a forehand and who hits it with a backhand. So I just go for the shots I think I have a good chance at, or in some situations, any chance at all. Now, other people believe differently. They think if they say mine and you go for that ball, you're interfering and stepping into their territory. And sometimes when you do this with these people, they will make it clear that they think you've screwed up and you need to back off when they claim a ball. And if you have a partner like that, you may have to accept that that is how you're going to be playing in that particular match. Honestly, there's no right or wrong in that situation. I'm just saying that if I say mine on a particular ball and my partner steps in and takes the ball, I'm not going to be mad at her. I'm going to believe she thought she could do something more or better with it than I could. Other people might feel differently. They may want you to back off if they say mine. And they may be upset if you don't. You're just going to have to figure out how best to play with each partner that you're paired with. Well, Astrid and everyone else, I hope those answers are helpful for you and give you some insight into playing doubles and working with a partner and talking on the tennis court. Astrid, as you yourself point out, over time and with more experience, these situations will become much more familiar to you and your responses to them will just become a natural part of your game. So good luck, I'm sure, since you've obviously thought this out a lot, you are definitely going to be moving up quickly. Again, I'll have all of the resources that I mentioned, including that podcast episode on hindrances in the show notes for this episode, which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips59. And if you're looking for a whole lot of tennis tips that you can quickly and easily apply to your game, check out my Kindle book, Real Tennis Tips for Real Tennis Players. It's packed with the kind of tips I give here at the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. Tennis tips that really work for us real tennis players. You can find the book on Amazon by searching for Real Tennis Tips. Or you can find it on my website by going to tennisfixation.com slash tips book. I hope you'll email me with your tennis questions or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. 
You can always reach me at Kim at TennisFixation.com. All of my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found over at TennisFixation.com. Thanks for listening and happy tennis. Happy tennis.